1: Hockey fights, lifestyle, and tales from a first-round draft bust? We have it
0: all and more on the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for boutique hockey content and podcasts covering every team in the NHL.
1: This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Friday, everyone. Congratulations, Sailor, you made it to Friday, December 17th. Yes, boys and girls, we're at the one-week point till Christmas is here. Are you tired of it yet? Too bad. (laughs) Now, before we start, just a bit of a programming note as we head into next week. There will not be a Friday face-off next week because it is the holiday weekend, it is Christmas weekend, and I want you guys to go out and enjoy it, and there will not be a Friday face-off. But I might put out a mini-episode considering the Bears have some slight late holidays, Christmas stuff we have to deal with. Also... The week in between Christmas and New Year's, we're going to have a lot of Bears games to get to talk about, plus World Junior Hockey is here, yes, once again, taking place up in Edmonton and Red Deer, Canada, oh, that's kind of Northwestern Canada area, you'll figure it out, it'll be all over the NHL Network, Sportsnet, and we will do our best to cover as much as we can, but also, Winter Classic. Is two and a half weeks away. Despite everything that's going on, we're still gonna have a winter classic, and I'm trying to get some um, I don't know, blues and wild guests on here to talk about the winter classic. So we're heading toward the holidays, but once we get past the holidays, it's gonna be a lot of work we're gonna get into. So let's get into it. The Bears had a makeup game last Tuesday as we traveled back up I-81 due north, to take on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins up there at Mohegan Sun Arena, at the arena in the shadow of a mountain. Are you tired of hearing that that phrase yet? Too bad. You got a lot more coming of it over the next two months. And this was a makeup game uh, from the 8th that was postponed due to Corona-chan, who seemed to have gotten away from the AHL for a while, and boy, oh boy, is she making friends in the NHL. But we'll get to that. In a little bit. But this game, a Tuesday home game in Wilkes-Barre. Oh boy, I can't wait to see the attendance for this game. I'm sure lots of Wilkes-Barre fans will show up. All nine of them. So let's get this joke out of the way early. You want to know the official attendance for this game? You really want to know? 2,505. That's it. Now, as much as I like to joke about Wilkes-Barre and everything, this is a rescheduled game that is on a Tuesday night, which is not the best night, even at NHL or AHL levels. And I'm sorry, Wilkes-Barre has trouble drawing. They really do. I've seen it. December attendance in Wilkes-Barre is never pretty. So we get at it. And the boys, um, boy, do they take an onslaught from Wilkes-Barre in the first 10 minutes, and Wilkes-Barre is just all over the zone. They're all over loose pucks, jumping on the boards, pushing and shoving, getting guys off the pucks, winning 50-50 corner puck battles along the boards, and just, oh my god, where the hell has this been from Wilkes-Barre? This is actually a throwback to when I first started going to Wilkes-Barre in 2015. One of those, survive the first 10 minutes against Wilkes-Barre because... It, they come out flying at home, and they did that in this game. It made you wonder, wow, where's this speed and talent been? I mean, seriously, where has it been? Oh, your goaltender tonight, Jerusik versus Copley. Uh, yeah, Matt jerusic is their ECHL signing, and uh, he has a nickname, jerusic Park. Get it? Because it sounds like Jurassic Park. It kind of sounds like it. Nah. Anyway, uh, wilkes just just, they're, they're getting shots in on Copley. You're almost expecting one to bounce in. And he's standing tall. The forwards can't get out of the zone or much less out of their own way. And what wilkes does is that they work a lot of low-high. Which means, for a lot of you who don't know, is they have three guys up top, which is near the blue line. You have two defensemen and a center up there. Your wingers are down low. You do this setup to generate to generate slots from a pie to try and crash for loose rebounds. You, you try to. This is not play that sets up pretty passing skilled goals. These are dirty, grimy goals that wilkes barre is trying to do. I guess almost like they're trying to to find themselves in a way. But um, they they throw everything at Hershey in the first ten minutes. And it does. It doesn't. It doesn't work. The mutant horn doesn't go off. But boy, not a good start for them. But, but, excuse me. We get through the first ten minutes, and then the Bears they start getting their cycle game going. They get they get the pucks in the zone. They're winning the puck battles out front. And Vecchione goes down low, throws one out to Joe Snively. Rister scores. Yes! Wow! The Bears' third shot of the game, and it's 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 a greasy, dirty goal. It's it's a yeoman's work goal. Throw the puck in on a dump and chase. Send your forwards in there. Get the puck. Maybe throw in a defenseman if he's feeling frisky. You dig the puck out there. You look for the open man in front. Oh my God! This is what Providence does. But anyway. And you get a goal, you get it out to your guy who's just waiting, and it's Joe Snively for his eighth of the season. His six-game point streak is now achieved. He is the first Bear to do so this season, and it's one nothing Hershey midway through the first. And if you're a Wilkes-Barre Scranton fan in in the words of Glenn Quagmire, it's really deflegity. It is just oh my god. You spend ten minutes. Pinning Hershey in their own zone, forcing turnovers, and winning puck battles, and you give up a goal at the other end. Wow, no wonder, no wonder. And and this is a team Wilkes-Barre last week, who actually last Sunday beat Springfield six nothing. So I mean, who knows? Maybe false hope, fools gold, Pittsburgh gold. Who knows? But one nothing. After one. And the Bears start to, to uh, turn it on a little bit more. They start pressuring a bit more. And then the game kind of did something that happened last Saturday. It got boring. I mean, sure, Hershey got into some penalty, a little bit of penalty trouble. Nothing egregious, by the way. Nothing, Nothing horrible. But, you know, the average call here and there. The hook. The hook is the crook. And and Kepney cross checking, but you know, you know, and the Bears, you know, got a late penalty in in the first, but the second, my goodness, was just a slog between these two teams, and they should be better than this, but they're uh, they're not. But you know, these two teams can produce some boring hockey sometimes, and uh, oofta. Anyway, we get late into the second and I'm watching this game. I'm at work. The game's on my phone. Safely watching and I'm still watching more and more of this just going Oh boy. This is this is a little rough. But we get late into the second and the boys do do more work. They're, they're trying to get that down low game going and throwing pucks in front for rebounds. And I like that they're that they're doing this. And Mason Morelli down low. Throws one in front. Jam play front and it's in to the net. It's in. It's in. And it looks like who 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 got that one? Is it, is it could have been? Mason Morelli gets his first of the season. And finally he gets one. And it's Two nothing Hershey late in the second. Ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, Wilkesbury, sin shame shame shame. As Uncle Dockwood said, the most accursed goals are the ones at the end and beginning of the period, and not not near in the last minute. But you know, not exactly the ones you want to give up. So of course Wilkesbury is going to start pressing after this goal. They want to get one to make it two one going into the third. And the Bears start getting the four check going. And AJ just picks the pocket of one of the defensemen. Stick lift. yoink, Gets into the the zone. And just roosts it. Scores! Yes! AJF! He is better than wilkes His second consecutive goal against wilkes And it's 3-0 Hershey. A minute after scoring a goal to make it. 2-0. It's 3-0. And if the Mohegan Sun Arena wasn't dead before, dear God, they are now 3-0. Dominant performance by the Bears. Dare I say, an almost 60-minute game out of this team? And you want to know how many shots they had through the first two? Let me just bring it up on the game report here. It was... Bears were out shooting Wilkesbury nineteen to thirteen, and that that's different than what you saw on Sunday against Laval when they were throwing everything but the kitchen sink at Primo. So we get into the third, and you know I'm I'm watching this game. Hershey's going on lockdown, holding. Wait, lock. Given the way of the past two years, probably lockdowns, not a really best choice of words. Um, they play really good defense, really solid hockey. They know what they have to do. They know they have this hockey game in their possession, and all they got to do is put this little baby to bed. And they do that. They they get they get pucks out of the zone. They push down at the other end of the ice because what's a great defense playing offense two hundred feet away? And late in the third, it's getting late. Phoenix Copley's been playing really, really well in this game. He's doing really good. Like, he's been exceptional. I think all of you know, are aware of the opportunity that lies before us. And nobody said anything. I know Zach has a really annoying habit where he tends to mention how good Phoenix Copley's been playing. And wouldn't you know it, Pierre Oliver Joseph, tip of the icebergs boy, gets a long wrister. From almost the corner blue line past Copley. He never saw it. Scores. And it's 3-1. Well, there goes the shutout. I didn't say it. Nobody else did. It's just, eh, oh well. Okay, it's two minutes and change left. Let's just, let's not panic. Let's just push things at the other end. And once you know it? The Bears might hurt someone because that's exactly what they do. They get the puck in the offensive zone. They push the play at the other end of the ice. They're not going to let Wilkes-Barre get back into the zone and get another goal and make this more close than it has to be. vet gets the puck down low. Shane Gersuch throws it in front for the captain. He scores! And once you know it's really all dusty in here, you know it's real dusty here in Wilkes-Barre because it's 9 o'clock, everyone! For the third time this season, and it's almost Christmas. oof Matt Molson makes it 4-1, and it's all a formality at this point. Clock ticks out. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Wilkesbury. in the words of cousin John Walton. Bears win it. 4-1 the final. Uh... Second consecutive road win against Wilkes-Barre. Great stuff. Three stars of the game. Pierre Oliver-Joseph for Wilkes-Barre gets number three. Number two goes to Cody Clark. And number one goes to Joe Snively. Good day at the office all around. Shots wore 26-19. Hershey led. But you know what? They didn't overly outshoot them. And let me let you in on a little secret, boys and girls. Hershey it's only 500 when they outshoot their opponents and we're 5-4, five, 5 and 4 when we are outshot. I'm just saying for all you people out there who love the whole we need to shoot more narrative. Yeah, that's kind of not how it works with this team. But anyway, the Bears get themselves actually get their 10th win of the season. Good for them to put them at 10 7 2 and 1 575 we're still in fourth in the division but there's there's a lot of work to do but a lot of hockey to make up and to play again good day at the office everyone hurt and wilkesbury gets knocked back down to 500. so that was the only bears game at least a midweek game which was on a Tuesday it was weird but it's the only way to make it up And if you're tired of these Tuesday games, (laughs) guess what? We got more next week. We got a good amount of more. But we can't look ahead to Christmas week just yet. Oh, no. Because we're going to get ready for this weekend with the Friday faceoff coming up next. But first, as always, a word from our sponsor. Taking a quick moment here out of the Friday Faceoff to talk about DraftKings. Now, I know we're talking about hockey, but we're hitting the home stretch of the National Football League. Only three weeks to go, football fans, and I'm sure we love how this season's going. Parody abound. All sorts of good plays out there. Saturday football returning with college football wrapping up, and it's time for you to get on the actions with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You'll be a winner once a single point is on the board. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's just that simple. We haven't had a 0-0 tie since the early 1900s. So getting a point in any game is a no-brainer. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can still get in on the action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner, of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, PA only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Alright, with that out of the way, before we get into the Friday face-off, everyone, unfortunately, we gotta talk about corona China again. I know, I know. I talked a good bit about it on Monday, but, um, Unfortunately, she's rearing her head here in the U.S. That sounded dirtier than what I thought it would be. But anyway, let's just go with it. Corona has been affecting the NHL. The Calgary Flames have shut down operations for the majority of this week. Um, Enhanced protocols were brought about by the NHL. And once we got into Tuesday, there was a lot of hem-hawing and meme because there were lots of players who were put in protocol. Now, for those of you wondering, what is protocol? Well, it means they test positive. or are they, asymptomatic or have mild infections? Shut up, everyone. You don't need to know that. But, um, yeah, that's what it is. And I know, I know, Omicron, Delta, Alpha, there's a whole bunch of stuff out there. But the NHL is getting worried because the, NH- the NBA is postponing games. The NFL is, is, boy, are they going through work as well. And so, Tuesday, there were 13 games scheduled, but there was a lot of positive tests. And everybody was getting all worried. Oh no, what's going to happen? Are we going to have to cancel games? Are we going to have to postpone games? Are there going to be games to to be played? (gasps) Two games got canceled, everyone. It postponed. Two. Out of the 13 games that were played on Tuesday. Because there were none on Monday. Thank you, NHL. Two games got postponed. Calgary because they shut down operations. And Carolina and Minnesota because Carolina is experiencing a bit of an outbreak on them. Just don't ask Tony D'Angelo. Anyway... Wednesday saw no postponements, and today only saw one, which was Toronto and Calgary, but that's Calgary. It was also announced that, unfortunately, the Ontario Public Health has said that the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Ottawa Senators will be operating at 50% fan capacity. Oh, goody, we're doing this again. Oh, but it didn't stop there, boys and girls. Les Inhabitants de Montreal announced that tonight's game at least Thursday night's game between the Flyers and the Canadians were played in front of no one, no fans, per the request of the province of Quebec. Well, hey, it worked for them during the uh, uh, shortened season back last winter. So, hey, and the NHL, like I said, announced new enhanced protocols. Omicron variant, of course, they're going to do more, right? Um... Mandatory masking all the time, Um, limit team gatherings, and virtual meeting with the press. Uh, Players are still going to do autographs. This is what all the hem-hauling and meme-yalling got. More masking, virtual conferences, that's it. Am I advocating for, you know, no fans in the stands? No. But with the way everybody was talking, everybody's getting worried About, are we going to have to pause the season? Is there going to be a shutdown? No. I don't believe there is. These teams and leagues don't want to lose revenue. They lost a lot due to everything being shut down in 2020. Unless we not forget. And let me just tell everyone here. And I will fire up the intro here momentarily. And let this be from me to you. Saying through this microphone. We will get through this. Whatever hockey fan or sports fan is listening to this, we will get through this. As Harvey Dent once said in the dark night, it is always darkest before the dawn. But I assure all of you, the dawn is coming. And for all of you, the dawn is coming. It might not be tomorrow, it might not be Monday, but it is coming. So, just be smart, everyone. Not crazy. I'm not going to say Stay safe. Because that's a very generic term. But we're going to get through this, hockey fans. As a fan of all these leagues, we're going to get through it. The World Junior start up next next week. We're entering Winter Classic week. And the holidays are upon us. Do what you feel is right. But you know what? I'm actually going to borrow a line from Brian Zane. And this is credit to Brian Zane when I say this. Don't be a dick. Just don't. You do you, don't be a dick. That's all I'm going to ask out of, every, out of everyone. So this has been a public service announcement for everyone. Now on with the Friday face off. This is the Friday Face-Off here on the Grit and Barrett Podcast, where we preview Hershey Bears hockey, go around the American Hockey League, and find any other tidbits of the hockey world that I find interesting. It's time to grab some chocolate, lace up those skates, and grab your hockey bag. Maybe we'll stop it at a Tim Hortons along the way. This is the Friday Face-Off on the Grit and Barrett Podcast. All right, enough of all that COVID stuff behind us. Let's get right into it. So we start on a Friday night. Now, all these games as of um, midnight, Thursday into Friday, will be happening. Remember to check your local website and newspapers for information whether these games are actually going to happen. We start. We go to Rocket Mortgage we- Wheelhouse Fieldhouse there in Cleveland as the Utica Comets. We'll travel south by southwest to take on the Cleveland Monsters. The Utica Comets 17, 1 and 2, best in all the land, taking on the Cleveland Monsters. 7 o'clock start there in Cleveland. We go to we go due east to the XL Center there in Hartford, Connecticut, as the Lehigh Valley Phantoms travel due east to take on the Hartford Wolfpack. Hartford leading the division and barre Lehigh on a nice little three-game winning streak that hasn't been postponed. Seven o'clock start there at Hartford. We go due north. We go to Belle Place or Place de Belle, whatever, in Laval, Quebec as the Providence Bruins travel north. It's Canadians, Bruins at the AHL level. Seven o'clock start, hopefully, there in Laval, Quebec. We go down to Syracuse as the Belleville Senators, hopefully, travel to Oop State, New York, to take on the Syracuse Crunch. Belleville, finding their oats. Typical Troy Man team, finding themselves around the holidays at 500 Actually, a, a for real, even 500 at 11 and 11. The Syracuse Crunch at 8, 10, 2, and 1. Tampa Bay's been come a-calling, but they're trying to hold on. They're in a very tough North Division. 7 o'clock start there in Syracuse. We go to the arena beside a casino, the Mass Mutual Center, as the Hershey Bears travel to take on the Springfield Thunderbirds. The Thunderbirds have fallen off a bit as they've had a lot of call-ups has lessened this team. They are now second in the division, and other teams are catching up for them. Hershey is hoping to try and get some players back as the Capitals hopefully get healthy. 7 5 start up there at the Mass Mutual Center. We go to Iowa as the Manitoba Moose travel south to take on the Iowa Wild. This should be a lovely uniform matchup between these two. True Blue versus Iowa Green. 7 o'clock start there at Wells Fargo Arena. We go to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, as the Chicago Wolves, the surprisingly good Chicago Wolves, take on the Milwaukee Admirals. The Chicago Wolves at 18-4, 1-1, leading there in the Central. Good times there at Chicago. Dear Lord, this would have been the Red Army. 7 o'clock start there in Wisconsin. We go down to Texas as the Rockford Ice Hogs travel due south to take on the Texas Stars. Hard times there at the Texas Stars. 7, 10, 3, and 1 who were hoping to get Ben Bishop. Actually, they had him for a few games and then he decided to retire. 7 o'clock start there at HEB Center at Cedar Park. And we go to Ontario, California as the Ontario Rain, who's kind of cooled off a little bit, take on the San Jose Barracuda who put up a 10 spot earlier this week on the Colorado Eagles 10-5 was the final. Your Keen led San Jose Barracuda. 7 o'clock start there at Toyota Arena. We go down to San Diego at Pechanga Arena as the Bakersfield Condors travel down to the San Diego Gulls in a luch matchup with Bakersfield at 6-8-1-3 and, 3, and San Diego on the wrong side of 500, 9, 10, and 1. 7 o'clock start there in San Diego. And lastly, we go to Stockton Arena as the Colorado Eagles fly in to take on the red-hot Stockton Heat at 16, 2, 2, and 1. 7 o'clock start there at Stockton Arena. All right. Give me a second here, everyone. All right. Let's go to our selections. Of course, for once, for our in a good while, we have a Friday night for Hershey as they take on the Springfield Thunderbirds. Hmm. This is interesting. Do I trust Hershey enough to take them on a Friday night on the road? They've gotten two wins against Wilkes-Barre, but Wilkes-Barre is Neh. I hate to do this. I can't. No, I, I'm taking Springfield. I'm taking Springfield. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Prove me wrong, Hershey. Prove me wrong. The other game is Belleville versus Syracuse. And you know what? That's easy. In Troy, I trust this time of year. Give me the Belleville Senators who have had off all week to take on, to beat the Syracuse Crunch up there in Oop State, New York. We have a wild card pick. There is no Bridgeport on Friday, thank god. Whom shall I go with? You know what? I'm going dumpster diving. I am going absolutely dumpster diving. I am going to put on I'm going to to double mask, face shield, plastic gloves, rubber rubber suspenders and I'm going to dive into Bakersfield and San Diego. Oof da. I have no clue who to go with in this, so when in doubt, take the home team. Give me San Diego in an absolute dumpster dive of a game. All right, that does it for Friday. We go to Saturday, and we go down to Charlotte, North Carolina, as the Bridgeport Sound Tigers Islanders. Take on the Charlotte Checkers, who also put a 10 spot earlier in the week. Actually, an 11 11- Right, the checkers went to 11 against the Rochester Americans earlier in the week. 11-1, to 1 and it wasn't even that close. 6 o'clock start there at Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. We go to CAA Arena, and hopefully this game will be played as the Providence Bruins appear to be doing a Canadian roadie. We'll be traveling to Belleville, Ontario, Canada. 7 o'clock start, hopefully there at CAA Arena. We go to Van Andrel Arena. As the Toronto Marlies travel to take on the Grand Rapids Griffins. Hopefully the Marlies on the good side of 500 at 10, 9, 1, and 1. 7 o'clock start there in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We go all the way out west and we go to Henderson, Nevada. Well, Las Vegas, technically. As the Abbots-Foyd Canucks take on the Henderson Silver Knights. 4 o'clock Pacific Standard Time start there in... New Orleans Arena. Sorry about that. We go back to Giant Center as the Bears will take on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. Third meeting in just under a week between these two teams as Wilkes-Barre makes their first visit down to Hershey this season. 7 o'clock start there in Chocolate Town. We go to the rematch there in Iowa between the Manitoba Moose and the Iowa Wild. 6 o'clock start there at Wells Fargo Arena. We go to Oop State Medical University Arena in Syracuse as Laval travels to Syracuse, hopefully, to take on the Syracuse Crunch. Should be an interesting matchup. 7 o'clock start there in Syracuse. We go to the Electrodrome as the battered Rochester Americans licking their wounds after being demolished by the Charlotte Checkers go to Lehigh Valley. That might be a good game to kind of scrub themselves off on. The Rochester Americans at 13 and 8, taking on the somewhat resurgently High Valley Phantoms at 5 11, 4 1. 7.05 start there at 7th and Hamilton. We go back to the Mass Mutual Center as it's an I 97 matchup between the Hartford Wolfpack as they travel 45 minutes north to the Mass Mutual Center. Should be a fun time between these two teams. 7.05 start up there in Springfield. We go to Chicago as the rematch between the Milwaukee Admirals and the Chicago Wolves. Milwaukee returning the favor and going to All-State Arena there in Rosemont, Illinois. 7 o'clock start there at CM Punk's home. We go back to Texas for a rematch between the Rockford Ice Hogs and the Texas Stars. Once again, 7 o'clock start there at Cedar Park. We go to Ontario, California as the Tucson Roadrunners, who are 500-ish at 9, 9, and 2, go up to take on the Ontario Reign. 6 o'clock start there at Toyota Arena. We go to Stockton Arena for the rematch between the Colorado Eagles and the Stockton Heat. 6 o'clock start there at Stockton Arena. And also the rematch, more dumpster diving as the San Jose Barracuda take on the San Diego goals. 7 o'clock start there at Pechanga Arena in San Diego. Lots of rematches, so I wasn't going to repeat myself. Okay, give me a second, everyone. All right, just had to check a few things there. All right, so the Bears are playing Wilkes-Barre. And you know what? I am taking hershey in this one they've shown what they can do against Wilkes-Barre and I will take Hershey in this our mandatory game is Toronto versus Grand Rapids again we hope that game is actually played Uh, let me just take a look here where where are you I know I'm still on Saturday but oh there we are Um, Toronto and Grand Rapids I know nothing of these two teams This is Maple Leafs, Red Wings on the HL level. Uh, Toronto. Toronto. Just go by record. Flip a coin. Give me Toronto. Um, Bridgeport does play this game, and I'm taking Charlotte to absolutely annihilate them. This is too easy. Charlotte's the broken ATM at this point that's spitting out money, and I'm taking all of it. Give me Charlotte. Now, the wild card game in this. I'm going to take the Henderson-Silver Knights in a technically early game out there in Las Vegas. Early games have been good to me in the past, and I'm going to take full advantage of it. All right, it's time for Sunday, cruddy Sunday, as we start at 1 o'clock there in Charlotte, North Carolina, as the rematch between the Bridgeport Sound Tigers and the Charlotte Checkers. It's still Sound Tigers to me, damn it. 1 o'clock start... (laughs) I hope the Carolina Panthers aren't playing at the same time. There in Charlotte, we go to Hartford for the rematch for the I-94 matchup between the Springfield Thunderboys and the Hartford Wolfpack as now Springfield goes down to take them on on a Sunday afternoon. 3 o'clock start there at the XL Center. Watch your keys and your wallet. We go back to Van Andrel Arena as Toronto takes on Grand Rapids yet again. 4 o'clock start there in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We go to Giant Center as we get the oldest rivalry in the NHL. Hope in the AHL. Hopefully, no COVID outbreaks this time. As the Rochester Americans come to Hershey, can't wait. Love the Amex fan base so knowledgeable. Such a fountain of knowledge between these fans and just organization. Love it. Five o'clock start there at Giant Center, and the rematch between the Abbotsford Canucks and. The Henderson Silver Knights, four o'clock start there at New Orleans Arena. And Sunday, I am going to take Hershey on this. Take Hershey in both home games and hope you go 500. The mandatory is Toronto and Grand Rapids. I'm taking Toronto again. Same theory applies as before. The wild card any game. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. What do I go with here? It's not that there ain't a lot of juice for the squeezing. We've only got one, two, three, four, five games to deal with. Good God. So you know what? I'm just going to repeat another Saturday one. Give me Charlotte again. Easy money. Just give me Charlotte and we will go from there. And that'll do it for your Friday face off a little bit light on the Sunday games, but Hey, that's just this time of year. So Also, programming note, on Tuesday, the Bears will be in action as they will take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, the first of two rescheduled games between these two clubs there at the PPL Center on Tuesday, the 21st, and then Wednesday on the 22nd, the last game before the holiday break as Lehigh returns the favor. 7 o'clock start there at Giants Center between these two teams. So to everyone... This is not the last episode before we head on vacation, but this will be the last official Friday face-off before the holidays. And thank you very much to everyone who has listened to this. We'll we'll get these going again as we head into the new year and have more regular weekend games. But since it's holiday weekends, we're not going to do one because the following week, we'll have a lot of Winter Classic stuff to talk about. So we will do it then. So... Everyone, thank you for your time, listens, and downloads. And as I said on my mini COVID rant earlier, we're going to get through this, everyone. You can do it. I know you can. I believe in you, even if no one else does. Enjoy your hockey, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Go Bears! Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network.